and welcome to Emblecast. Uh, do you guys remember what episode 24. this is? 24. 24, I think. 24. 24. Oh, no. 24. Almost halfway to the big 2-4. Almost halfway. <laughs> yeah. And Almost halfway to 50. Once we I hit 56, we'll probably... we're just 200 away from maxing out our bit count. Perfect. Yeah. That's been the plan the whole time. We'll hit overflow and Chris will come back. Oh, man. So we're just going to overflow don't, back don't... to the episode 0, is that what you're saying? Or episode Yeah. Four? Exactly. We gotta go back. Also, guys, I think once we hit uh, episode fifty, we'll actually be the age of fifty. At the rate we're going. (laughs) Are you sure? I feel like that's lowballing it a little bit. That's true. (sighs) So we can say it will at least have passed uh, twenty fifty. Yeah, that's the goal. Also, I apologize if I sound like a uh, like late night radio host right now trying to. Let's be quiet. Oh, you're not it's, a late night radio here. host? <laughs> I'm trying. Well, I am, in, in a way. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Devin, and welcome to uh, welcome to Pillow Talk. We're going to be talking some, uh, some fire up here today. <laughs> we are talk. not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, anyway. We are a fire up podcast. <laughs> That's not right. what I meant. <laughs> this isn't That's fucking true. Etika cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would anyway, be. I was that just, scares I was, me. I was... I was I was just trying to apologize for my low tone of voice. Okay, some people Sorry. probably like his, it. His low energy. That's true. Just, I know I'm so He just can't here. handle being a shit host. It really gets to him. <laughs> shit host shit just rhymes with shit, shit host. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, we're, we are one like the we are like the only Fire Emblem podcast out here. So we are. So we got that going for us. By the way, we got a new review. So we got a. Uh, a third review from Mr. Q-Man, who talked about um, the Tiki X-Male Robin thing. Oh, dear. I, I, I will not read it. Now, when you say talked about, do you mean just posted the support verbatim? Yes. Yeah, yeah the support was posted again. Um, nice. Don't worry. Yeah. Are we going to get the full... I'm not going to read do we it, have the, Is it's... it the full support chain, or are they just like slowly building their way to it? No, it's the S support. It's always the S support. It's always the S. Well, well that oh. certainly is the kind gonna, of review I thought they were going to hype us encourage. up. I thought they were going to hype us up. Mm-hmm. Like, they were going to start with the C and then go to the B and work their way to the S. Like, we had to earn that S support no, no, copy no. paste. You know what, Mr. Q-Man? If you... <laughs> I don't know. What should he, what what benchmark should he have to fulfill for us to voice act the mail? None. How about, <laughs> yes. How about write a I mean, review? I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think anyone here is qualified to voice Tiki. <laughs> oh, I think Darren could pull it off. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little skeptical. Uh, you see, Darren's not here, so he can't say no. So therefore, you're right. Mm-hmm, he I can't mean, say no. you know, I I will take the bullet and be male Robin if it comes down that's to it. That's taking the bullet. Okay. That's the easy part. <laughs> yeah, that's the part we can all well, handle. It no is problem. The easy part. Anyway, we've all got a voice all for Robin. that. We can't be tiki. Anyway, uh, face man from uh, Discord. I think I, it's I, pronounced Fichemin. <laughs> 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 the damn foreign pronunciations is, always get you. Chef, is is he also on the sub? Uh, I think he I, is, right? Probably on the sub. I know he's on the Discord. Sub Discord. Yeah, he's on the Discord. Anyway, I think I'm I don't know if that's his Discord username, but uh he posted us a review and he said, um 
five stars. The best damn pod this side of Arcadia. And the review was hot bods, friendly banter, spectacular guest. This pod is more smoking than Gray's manly forearms. So thank you. I was expecting them to go for a much lower joke when they said smoking. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. if and only for that. They didn't take the low hanging fruit. Well, you yeah. have some nice guests. I think he'd rather, I think he'd rather grab a hold of of Gray's low hanging fruit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, why don't we? Why don't we get that Chris guy on again? He was yeah. a fantastic guest. <laughs> yeah, great guest. guest. The first guest. <laughs> the first guest. The first real guest. The first guest. Can that be the name of this episode? Like, Emblemcast. Then like a hyphen. The first guest. Doesn't that sound like a film or sure yeah something you know, important when we do the retrospective i don't know if it'd all... be a good film well what retrospective guys what are we gonna do fe4 we we just are, are you serious i can't tell you if know, you're meaning i mean i think you've, I, you've I, transcended was... shit posting so Did hard you forget that i can't even you tell when you're serious because you didn't finish the draft yeah. <laughs> that's probably it oh wait you're zero for four not zero for three Oh, right, yeah, there was a Gaiden one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't finish Gaiden, you didn't finish FE7, you didn't finish Thracia, and you didn't finish FE4. Okay, but I did the Awakening Auction Draft. That wasn't 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 even part of the show. That was just just friendly friends doing friendly friend things. Do you want to do another one of those? That was fun. Dude, we could do an Echo. Anyway. We could do an Echo's Auction Draft right now. Let's do Echo's. Right right now. Right now. (laughs) Impromptu Echo's Auction Draft. I'd totally plan. Honestly, we could. Okay, we'll start the bidding Honestly, for Alm at nine thousand dollars. <laughs> I will get the mounts and money and set. Oh man, it'll mm-hmm. be a thing. Oh, so speaking of Fire Emblem Echoes, um, that is a ga- video game that was released a while ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, but we we haven't had an episode out to talk about yeah. it. Um, so thoughts? I mean, what do you guys think of Fire Emblem Echoes? Shadows of Valentia. Well, it's not a very high bar. It's the best 3DS title for the Fire Emblem. That is. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I it. would say so. I Although, would. if you, I mean, if you liked the other two a lot, then you know. In my opinion, it's it's my it's my personal favorite of the three for sure. I mean, Awakening did give us Mel Robin XTBS support, so. Why? I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't really know how many points of merit that gives it. By the way, this 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 is the same guy who did the whole It's High Noon thing on several emails and every single one of his reviews. I don't understand the It's High Noon joke, but That's it's Overwatch making someone very happy. Okay. Yeah, there's this character called Reaver, and when they use their uh, ultimate super special final smash, uh, they say It's High Noon, and then everyone turns into oh. cotton candy. That's a Thank you. Just educating you. Yeah, I'm an Overwatch yeah. expert. Yes. He's our, yeah, he's so, our trusted so echoes. Yeah, so, Dan, I would, why don't I will, you talk first? I'll talk. Um, what have you been up uh, to? Well, have, first of have all... Have you actually beaten the game? Let's start with that. Yeah, I I, I haven't played Chapter 6 yet because I haven't... Or okay, Act 6 because so, I haven't so you've wanted gotten to, the game. to go through that. Right, so you actually beat yeah, the game. Yeah, but I beat the game. Yeah, I um, I like it, kind of, parts of it. I will say it is the only title in recent memory that has a cohesive and understandable story. 
So that is good. It's always good um, to have an understandable story. The, Shame that that's the bar that right, we're at, but you know. The, the, the characters actually have motivations and kind of seem like they could exist in reality if, I mean, Fire Emblem Land was reality. <laughs> but, that's what we're calling it now. Uh, Flawed protagonists. Yeah. Fi- God, mm-hmm. when was the last time we had that? I know. Um, I, I actually, I really like the story for this game for the most part. I think they did a fantastic job oh, yeah. adapting did a great job with what the little was there. And the, the um, fact that it's fully voice acted really helped to di- sell it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, voice acting, uh, I'd say, you know, 90% of the voice acting in this game is, is great, which is something I was surprised about. I I, I mean, given our track record with <laughs> Radiant Dawn. Well, Radiant Oof. Dawn was quite a while ago. The voice what acting, if I hit her? The execution of the voice acting <laughs> in Awakening and Fates, regardless of the lines they speak, is fairly good. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, but isn't it isn't is. it nice and... not to have? Hmm. Oh yeah, never. absolutely. Say, yeah. Bandits. And, and I mean, this this needs to be a staple now. This this is not something they can just do once. And it's say, a shame oh, that it, it took I them mean... four, fifteen games. I almost said fourteen. It took them fifteen games to finally fully voice act one of them. Yeah, I know. Well, they should have had I, that shit back well, in it's... FE one. They could have yes. done it. Yeah. Yeah, on the NES could handle. It. I believe in it. You mm-hmm. could you could sample like two seconds of audio and it would take up all this, your space. This... They could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, this is what I'll say. You know, that it, instead of it sh- instead of the sh- entire game, awakening just have, like two it seconds. It should have should have been an awakening. It wasn't. Absolutely should have been in Fates, and it wasn't. It was in Echoes, and they did a good job with it. And I think it uh, dramatically improves um, the storytelling in that game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I I would. It needs it needs to return. Not even it will. I would love to see it return. It needs to return. Um, the other thing, one of the things I really like about Echoes Two is, I think the characters are, are really strong almost all around, except for one, which this will get me a lot of flack. But I think Selica is a pretty lame character for a lot of reasons. Maybe if you finish Gaiden, you'd understand that that actually handled all that that you're about to complain about a lot better. Yeah, Gaiden actually did it way better. <laughs> Which is weird, because you'd expect that not to be the case, but it really did. I'm not even talking about the Act 5 stuff. I'm also talking about the stuff, like, <laughs> after Act 1 or whatever, or kind of 2, at the same time, where Alm and Selica finally meet back up, and she's just like, fuck you, Alm, and leaves. I mean, to be fair, kind of for no reason. Alm was like, fuck the royal family and the earth they sit on. You know, well, that's because uh, he, he was. That's not so great. To be fair, he he, he was no. He was more of just like you know, don't care about the royal family. I gotta defend. I gotta defend the the country or kingdom or whatever. Yeah, not really. And I'm pr- I'm pretty sure the whole I don't care about the royal family thing probably struck a nerve, whether he intended to or not. And I really don't think Alm intended to. Well, no, obviously. I, no, but... it's I, I'm not even saying that. Like Selica's plight of like nonviolence in a war makes no fucking sense to me kind of (laughs) well and to be fair she is quite literally sheltered her entire life that probably has something to do with the night well it's plus in the world i also find 
Gaiden Shadows of Valencia, it's not that unreasonable. Like, if Rudolph hadn't kidnapped Mila, then she probably yeah, could yeah, have fixed all that shit. Yeah, they lived in a world where they had extreme dependence mm-hmm. on the gods, and the countries really didn't interact with each other much. They just stayed separate and did their own thing. You know, saying, yo, Alm, we can go hit up our magical deities to solve this for us instead of murdering tons of people and risking our lives as much. You know, that's not super unreasonable. You can also see why Alm says, fuck no, but, you know, it doesn't make Celica a moron. I don't know. Yeah, in the context of the world, her her decisions make sense. So I guess also, to be fair, pretty much, like, it's said throughout, like, a few times in the story before Alm and Silica reunited is that a lot of people have heard rumors that Selic or not Silica, that Mila has just, like, completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. That explains everything. Yeah. So Alm could already see it as, like, the gods, like, abandoning. Well, and, and also, I mean, doesn't it make sense to go after this horrible King Rudolph who, like, did bad shit? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, you could, I there's know. merit to both sides of the argument, which is how it works. Is that there that yeah. neither one of their decisions in attempting to solve it is inherently wrong on its own? I just find Alms more rational, and I find Selk is complete. Like, I think that is a I big know. problem because in Gaiden, at least you know, I played a translation. Obviously, I don't speak Moon Runes from 1992, but in Gaiden, and even in his like Awakening DLC appearance. Alm is, like, fucking hardcore. He's rash. He is just, like, get in there, you know. It's a lot. They kind of, they really sanded the edges off of him, which is frustrating because. he's. Yeah, in Gaiden, he and Selica were both believably flawed. And then in Echoes, Selica is more flawed than she was, and Alm is a lot less flawed. So it just kind of. In Echoes, he's he's maybe one of the smartest lords, just in terms of decisions in, in the series. He doesn't do too much dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, in Gaiden, from what little characterization you could get from an NES game, he made Sigurd look like a measured, you know, calculating person. Yeah, he just charged right off. But then here, mm-hmm. he sort of just slowly tiptoes into the, each problem next to him. Like, right. I, I don't mind Echo's Alm, but next to Echo's Celica, it's really kind of a big problem how they toned him down so much. See, I, I find Celica more of the problem because I think Alm's growth as a character is good. I, I don't think Celica grows that much, to be honest. Um, For me, I don't know. I also I also find her half of the game a, a lot less interesting than Alm's. Like generally, the stuff she's going on with is not nearly as interesting as Alm's. And and also, and I I find so Echo's as some people may have noticed, it gives you your kind of two helper characters on both Alm and Selica's rats. You have, and, and they're the two, you know, characters that are with you from the very beginning of the game that are in tons of cutscenes, even if other characters join you at the same point. So in, in Alm's rat, you have Tobin and uh, Gray, yeah, and you, you have that's... Bowie and May. Right. And, and I find those two characters not nearly as interesting, fun, or relevant <laughs> is gray and and toby you didn't like and, may uh, oh she was great may was phenomenal i f- am i the only person that doesn't like May? yes she's right i won't i won't get i'll give her like a five may is bay i don't hate her i don't hate her but she's like i don't know i really like i, I like both of the the little duos i liked the interactions between may and bowie quite a bit especially the early ones 
Because those tend to be where they but were the most I, relevant on both sides anyway. But, I don't know. Just, like, dumb sheltered girl leaves with stupid, like, comic relief friends to go ride on boats, and then the actual interesting character, Saber, appears. That doesn't appeal to me that much. I think Saber's pretty cool, though. I'm like, yeah, hey. I really liked what it was Saber. Yeah, Instead of great. just being like random mercenary that joins you and does nothing, he actually plays a pretty significant yeah. role in the story. Yeah, and how he doubts Celica and tries to take advantage of her fucking stupidity. It's like, hey, you're thinking what I was thinking at the same time. When you recruit Beowulf in FE4 and you give him all that gold and then he has it in his inventory when he joins, you know, it still belongs to him because of how money works in that game. And if you want to give it to other people, mm -hmm. then you have to marry him or like pawn some stuff but saber you just fucking yank that golden dagger out of oh, his yeah. hands that's what i did too yeah. yeah it just went like selica hands in the dagger two minutes later she just snatches it back starts Yoink. using it in the next boat map <laughs> you just got his yeah. and then it doesn't it like you can forge it into her perf weapon right so it's yep. just yeah. like though it's yeah the zofia yeah oh, it's actually like a really bad use of the gold <laughs> That you get in her room. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't do it. That's why I asked. But I, so, okay. The other thing, I like villagers. I think villagers are cool. Oh yeah, villagers I are like fun. That. There's a lot of a lot of uh, potential with them, especially with um, stuff yeah. like Bay. I greatly prefer having a few villagers to having everyone be able to reclass, because it still leaves you a lot of replayability yeah. options, but it doesn't really compromise people whose classes are more associated with their character. I'm okay with both. Mm. I really like the very versatile reclassing and fates and stuff, which I know some people, purists, might not like, but I don't know. I I think it's fun. For me, I feel like I think the villagers... I think when you can... yeah. For me, I feel like the villagers sort of felt too like restrictive, in a sense. Just like with their stats and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. It's like they gray, all have why can't they be an archer though? <laughs> yeah, like Gray, he can't really function well he can't function at all as a mage or like a soldier. And what are you talking about? Mage Gray mm -hmm. is great. Look at his attack. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and Cliff, and Cliff has to be a mage because that's canon, right? Guys? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Just make them all mages except Tobin. Yeah, make the one good one. <laughs> Fuck Tobin. Tobin's the worst mage because he's the worst spellist. Obviously. Just TBH, you just keep them all as villagers. That's canon. Yeah. That's true. You gotta well, you gotta get everyone to level twenty first. Yeah. yeah. Like I said. Yeah, I you should you shouldn't be promoting any of the villagers until Act Three. <laughs> I guess that's something else sort of brings us to a new point. How do you guys? Uh, how do you uh, How did you guys like the promotion system here? It's fine. It works for this game. Yeah, I, I liked it for this game. Okay. I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I would want this to be like a, a, a recurring thing, but I like it for Gaiden. Yeah, the one thing yeah, I didn't fun. like about it is that I wish there was somewhere you could look up and see like, oh, Myrmidon promotes to Dreadfighter at level 10. You know, oh, they, they promote yeah. at level 12. Because it's so annoying, especially when you like get out of a shrine and you play like one map. And then they level up, and it's like, now you can promote. Oh, great, I have to go back or wait a long time now. It'd be nice if you could just time it a little better. Now, you can look that stuff up externally, obviously, like growth rates. But like growth rates, it's also something that, you know, you can make a much more informed decision about if it were shown in the game. 
Yeah, I would, it would mm -hmm. be nice if they did like at least you had some way to get information on promotion levels just for that purpose, so you don't have to backtrack for something like that. Because if right. you're just doing a first blind run and you like go, yeah, like like you just said, you finish a dungeon, you go through like one or two maps, and then someone can promote. You either have to backtrack or wait, and that's really of no major fault of your own if you wanted to play blind. Right. I will say, I think this has one of the most solid rosters overall in the entire series, in terms yeah. of characters that I like and are developed and stuff. Um, yeah. Also, Leon's pretty cool. He's a, he's a homosexual character done pretty well. Which I like. No. Good to get that representation. Leon and Valbar are not gay. They're best friends. Why? Because there's no evidence, so there's no reason to think that. <laughs> Okay, and that that was the last appearance by Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my Devon uh, host lord or whatever my my shit lord title was. Wait, what? Shit lord. Who's got powers that podcast now? My sh my shit host lord. Pod oh, we're just gonna make Darren do it because he never shows up. Damn. Hey, Darren is my favorite Emblemcast guest. Okay, he's appeared more than any Damn. of the other ones. He he is True. most consistent. Apart, let's see what uh, what else is there to talk about. Echo? Uh, dungeons. How'd you got? How'd you get? Oh, they suck. I gotta. It's. I love. I like the idea, but I just think they're boring and usually hallways and. I don't know. I mean, they were. Let's get this out of the way. They were really perfunctory in Gaiden. It was just like here's a random encounter. It was just like a graveyard, yeah. but like with a little overworld to it. I thought I thought dungeons were really cool until I got to uh, the you know Act Four dungeon for Selica oh, and the final dungeon. That just Act dragged five. on and on. Oh yeah. Yep. The Act Four dungeon is that. Um... Duma Tower or the Lost Dreescape. Yeah, Duma Tower. I was gonna say. I mean, was... talking about the lo the forest. The forest wasn't even that bad. The um, the tower is a little bit of a drag. It was partly my no, fault because I didn't tier three anyone on Selica because I just allocated XP really poorly. Wow. But. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I still got through Ow. it because, like, you know, Saber and Kamui can still just kill everything, along with uh, the Peg Knights, obviously. But. Yeah. It was. Est is best. Yeah. They all oh. had promotion level in the tower, and I was like, great, this is a dungeon. There will be a statue. Any of you <laughs> use Est? What? Uh, I used Est. I tried to for a little bit, and then I gave up on it. I didn't. Her growths like aren't even that remarkable <laughs> anymore. I just used her because she's a third peg knight, anymore. so like yeah. being the worst one is still okay. No, it's it's Alm now, right? Oh no, Zeke. Zeke. It's Zeke. Yeah, Zeke right? has the highest growth rate. It's Zeke, Alm, Celica. Uh, Isn't Dean somewhere? Zeke up there? definitely not. What, no, definitely Dean's not Camus. Oh, I thought. Oh, uh, I know his growths got buffed, but I thought he was like got super buffed. No, nah, he's like only Zeke. he's only at like two sixty. Est oh, okay. is two eighty. If I recall correctly, poor S. She didn't deserve such treatment. She's an S. S. Well, they were like, "Hey, S is like mid to passing in Gaiden. We can't have an S be good. No, no, no. It's not acceptable. <laughs> Go no. make her worse. Well, like an S with else. enough availability to potentially be useful. No. All this right, so let's go. Um, what are what are some of your guys' favorite characters in Echoes? May. I really liked Gray and Tobin. Leave. I like Lucas the, the a lot. The whole too. little Gray and Tobin dynamic through the entire game was fantastic. 
Chef, how about you? Uh, it's like, um, it's like Kamui or Tatiana or Python. Oh yeah, Kamui too. I'm just in it for the. I money. like the whole. I like. I'll call them the Valbros. I mean that that whole squad's cool. Oh, they made they basically just made Claire into Clarine, and it was amazing, and I loved it. Maybe uh, I just have a soft spot for like annoying characters Clarine, like though. that, but it was hilarious. The the thing is, like Claire is like genuinely kind of good hearted, but she's just kind of oblivious. <laughs> she just doesn't. She just got her own little bubble in her own little perception of the world, and meeting Almond Co, yeah, who fun. live in a totally different world, there kind of threw that off. I really like Saber. Saber's awesome. Saber was fantastic. Um, I was not expecting Saber yeah, to be Ch nearly as relevant as he was, but the fact that he could basically stick around as an extremely important character the whole game was actually kind of nice. And it makes sense, Grand too, because yeah. if you're a mercenary and then you fulfill your contract, but you find out that you're, like, working for royalty, you would want to stick around oh, and yeah. maybe ingratiate yourself. <laughs> that's pretty much what he did. He's like, hey, there's some more money in this. I'm staying. Yeah, I could be, like, a dude um, or something when this is over. I'm a big fan of Gray and uh, Claire's supports. I think they're pretty great. Yeah, I think you did a good job with those two. Yeah, it's a shame that Gray will never be anywhere near Claire. I like Noma, because who doesn't like to see an old man shoot arrows? <laughs> and get back rubs? Oh yeah, that Noma. Yeah. <laughs> that Noma. That Noma? Specifically that Noma? Cliff, not, not any Cliff's Noma. character was kind of... Not Gaiden Noma. Cliff. True. Cliff's character was kind of odd. Well, Cliff and Faye both get left out because they're technically optional, which is sort of disappointing. So, what do you think of Faye? I, Faye seems to be a big talking point. Um, I think she's a hell of a lot better than. Uh, Blown, yeah. I Barbara think she's. And, I think she's blown out of proportion. No. I don't know. I don't like she's her. Not, I actually she's think... not an overly remarkable character, but if for all the comparisons they draw towards Camilla and Tharja, I would rather have more Faye's than Camilla's and Tharja's. Mm -hmm. If we're yeah, going to draw mean, those comparisons, Faye beats them by a fucking mile. You know, maybe it's not great to I have satellite characters like that, but the thing is, at least with Faye, everyone's acknowledging how awful it is. Yeah, it's like, not in like the yeah. Tharja and Camilla I, where they that really That kind of made me face... happy. Don't, yeah, they don't face nearly as many it, repercussions it almost, their shenanigans. It almost seemed like, you know, whatever team from IS worked on that game, because I assume it was probably a little different than Fates. Um, no, was... They're kind of like making fun of the, the weird trend in the 3DS games of the satellite characters, like you said, and everyone's saying, like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, the, like, like well, how Silk and Faye's supports are kind of funny. Feels and a couple of his supports with her, like the early ones, is actually pretty. And funny. Silk, Silk is just like desperately trying Poor to be friends Silk. with this person. It's just, she gets one support, and it's just Faye, and Faye <laughs> just like shits on her the entire time until A. Didn't yeah. they should have had more cross-party support since they added Act oh, yeah. Six? Have like a have like a Silk and Jesse, or a, Silk well, there and, like, is a Celica. There is a they know each other. Yeah. There, there is, is a what? Sorry. There is a passive support between Silk and Jesse, and I guess they do have the memory prism. Yeah. But no convos, sadly. I mean, if you can only make a certain amount of supports, it does make sense to have them all in the main game, and I don't really object to that. But I think they could have probably made a few for Act Six oh, without yeah. that much trouble. They didn't have a ton in the game to begin with. There wasn't a huge selection. 
And I, yeah. they made like a bunch for DLC anyway. So, so I think we'll talk more about Echoes as a remake in part three. But um, other than that, since this is the first section, does anyone just want to talk about mm-hmm. what they've been up to in general? Yeah, um, I actually have some stuff. Okay. Great. So uh, I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast. I, I'm sure I have a little bit. Um, I am a massive Metroidvania fan, in, in Metroid uh, in particular. Um, I've played all of the 2D Metroid games that matter, which is excluding uh, games before Super Metroid, <laughs> because Metroid 1 is impossible to go to back to. What are you talking Metroid about? 2... Metroid 2 saved the series. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm kidding. It was Other uh, M, obviously, that saved the series. No, but, but I'm a... I'm a I'm a huge fan of that kind of game. Uh, the Steam Summer Sale has been going on uh, when recording this. And um, I picked up Hollow Knight, which I haven't had the chance to play yet, but I'm very excited to, to play that game. But with this recent fantastic uh, Metroid news, which made me happier than anything else at E3, the fact that we're getting a Metroid 2 remake, which will probably be not as good as the game I'm about to talk about, and Metroid Prime 4... Uh, I was very a very, very happy person <laughs> after Nintendo's press conference. So I finally, finally went to play AM2R because when it first came out, it didn't have a Mac release. And I was talking to someone about the game recently, and I told them I, I wanted to play it, but it wasn't on Mac. And they informed me a Mac release had come out. Oh, it has? So, oh, uh, I should play it. It has come out. I'll link it to you later. And yes. uh, I played AM2R which stands for another Metro 2 remake, which was a fan remake in the making for 10 years. Yeah, because it sat in the same boat as Pokemon Metro Uranium 2. and came out at around the same time, and they both got all the crazy media attention, and then yep. they both yeah. got shut down, if I remember right. The hilarious thing is, it was called that because way back 10 years ago, there were a ton of aborted Metro 2 remakes, so this was another one. And then by the time it came out, it was like the only one, so it was ironic. But then now there's an official one, so it actually is another Metroid 2 remake again. Anyway, AM2R is absolutely fantastic, and um, I enjoyed it greatly. I powered through that game. I played through it uh, blind, no guide or anything, and I got 70% item completion, just kind of going for all the items that I saw and backtracking if I remembered one, but not like... I don't know, going crazy, looking for every area. So I was pretty happy with 70%. I'll probably go back and use a guide and, and go 100% because I feel uh, in Metroidvania games, um, 100% is the way to go. Uh, but I, I just wanted, just because this was a game I knew not too much about, except it existing and it being very good, I wanted to go guideless for the first playthrough. And I, it's great. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm really excited to see uh, what Mercury Steam and Sakamoto do with uh, this new Metroid game, Metroid Samus Returns. Oh god, Sakamoto's working on it? He is working on it. He's like the George Um, Lucas of Metroid. Is he though? All that shit in Other M that was terrible, that was all his idea. It wasn't really? Yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm a little bit questionable about some of the things I've seen from uh, Samus Returns. I'm not sure how I feel about these Aeon abilities. For those who don't know, Aeon abilities are these weird superpowers that you have a limited amount of time to use. Uh, one of them is what is essentially the X-ray visor, which people are making a huge deal out of, which I don't think is a big deal. 
because the X-ray visor is always a thing in Metroid. And in Metroid, if you want to see if an item is, or you know, a, a block is breakable, literally all you do is just roll around in the in the ball, spamming bombs, because that reveals what item is needed to right. use to to break a block. So, I think an X-ray visor that you just have a limited amount of, you know mana, I suppose you want to call energy to use. I think that's fine. I'm more worried about these weird, like, uh, crazy abilities where we've only seen three of them. We've seen this this um, X-ray visor one. We've seen a map scan ability, which I guess is fine. It seems kind of unnecessary to me, but okay. And the last one is a crazy superpower, like, machine gun thing that you use for boss fights and stuff. And that seems a little bit iffy but uh i'm i'm very excited for this game and i love metroid so that was great news and go play m2r it's free and it's one of the best games of last year and i enjoyed it greatly other thing very How's quickly is going? i've been oh uh <laughs> Devin anyway, hasn't started. Next... <laughs> <laughs> uh... that answers no, that no. question i i am you haven't even heard for those who don't for those who don't know, um, I, I have two locations that I live in primarily, and uh, I am moving right now, so um, I don't have some of that stuff with me. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I'll probably be able to play in a couple weeks, but um, so, in a couple weeks. Yeah, we're, ne we're never doing the retrospective. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how that we'll see goes. How it goes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the other thing I wanted to say is um, I've gone at Bloodborne at the very end of that game. I just have to play the DLC, then I'm done. And uh, I've, I've started playing Hitman 2016, um, which is the episodic Hitman game from 2016. I played the first level, Paris, along with the prologue. And that game's really fucking cool. And you should all play it if you are into kind of espionage sort of stealth games uh right. i enjoy it all right great uh well i actually any of you guys have other stuff i have been playing my draft actually um that's good yeah i'm on like that's chapter see, see, 20 in, I think. in my defense in my defense you can get mad at sage because i'm actually sorry sage is uh Gwintage. um i'm actually further ahead than the speedrunner. so what having not started how are you further ahead um, no, no, I, I've, I'm on, uh, chapter 13 or 14 of Path of Radiance, and he's on, like, chapter 10. Yeah, because I think you played, like, the day after we recorded, I, weren't you one of the ones who started playing it, like, at the same time as Gwim was streaming it? Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I assume that's actually, where all your progress the, came from, right? So, the only reason that I'm not far is, uh, for those of you who remember, I drafted Astro, who... Notoriously, you need um, what is it? Three shove yeah. users uh, to get Astrid uh, efficiently. It's not that hard. Um, it is hard when it's it's hard to get Astrid when uh, you let people die because you don't care and you have two shove users. <laughs> Did you let Mordecai <laughs> die or something? It's smite. Yeah, you're allowed to you're I, allowed to undraft and shove to save Astrid because it's literally impossible to otherwise. Well, I, I know that, but I only have two living users that can shove. Like, How do you do that? I let Mordecai... 
I let Mordecai die because I didn't realize this is my first time playing. I didn't realize on uh, when you don't have him recruited yet, if he dies, he Why? stays dead. How did he even die in that chapter? Yeah, you. I don't even remember. He's so tanky. There's like one fire mage. You let him hit him like four he... times. No, he got he got himself killed because you like rushed the boss or something. You can tell them not enemies. to do that. No, he got stuck behind enemies, and I was taking a little bit of a, a longer time because I was trying to feed kills right, to so Marsha. What about? So when Why I, didn't you like... just be XP dumper? I did, and she's literally amazing. Yeah, so why not and just can't have like and kills left and like and like rise or Riss shove Ike, Reese, Reese. Okay. Oh, Reese died. It's surprising. Reese has does. the con to shove Ike. It's actually funny. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Yeah, no. I'd expect him to be more wayfish. Bulky dude. I think it's only dude's it ripped have, underneath it's his only, robes. It's only Boyd and someone else who can shove. I only have two that oh can shove. God. I've checked only... them several times. You're... It's okay. It's okay. All I have to do is I have to make sure I don't have a shitty biorhythm uh, mercenary or or myrmidon that that doubles Astrid, then she lives. <laughs> and and I've I've recruited her several times but every single time i've done something stupid like when the the um the flyer lagoos come in i forget uh, to have someone stand on the thing so they don't just, just block the chest they always you, go for the chest well though i mean they'll go for the objective but yeah. it's really yeah, easy to block off no it is it's not even a difficult chapter i'm just making it difficult for myself anyway this isn't at the radiance cast yet so yeah. well no we're, i mean we're talking I about what we've been go. doing I heard no. Uh, yeah, well, so you want to go? Okay. All right. No, so I mean, sure. Me, go I, ahead. I actually completed my section of the Path of Radiance draft. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, like, it was did. something. <laughs> I only had. I only had. Something. I only had Ike, Oscar, Mia, Leth, and Janeth for, like, the entirety of it. Nice. Is uh is Berserk Ashnard hard oh, when no, you don't I just have the royal? Like. I was just like, oh yeah, I was just like cheese mode. that too. But yeah, because I I did Aether yeah, Ike my first run through good. the game, so did I. and but I, I had so much trouble keeping everyone else alive in that chapter. So eventually, I just gave Ike three elixirs and just had him solo it. Yeah. But it took like forty turns. Don't want to rely on those. <laughs> It took me like three hours to beat that chapter. <laughs> oh, let's see. Yeah. But I did. Oh, excuse me, I'm tired. But I'm going to finish things, <laughs> me Devin. Too, but... yeah, let's see, I had Ike, he capped HP, strength, skill, speed, and defense. Then Oscar capped uh, HP. No, he didn't cap HP. He capped strength, skill, speed. Then Mia capped like it capped like everything except magic and res, which was fun. And then I actually, I then I was like sort of lame, and I just rigged strength procs on Leth and Janeth, so they actually both capped strength. So they act nice. Well, wow. uh, pretty sure that's cheating. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I said pretty sure that's cheating. Hell no! It's a transfer yeah, of It's the only stats that the Lagoos can actually cheating. physically cap. Uh, that they can physically cap. Is their path of radiance yeah. caps are absurd? 
I kept oh, everyone's man. luck, guys. Good work. Nice, dude. <laughs> that, that's gonna save you from, like, one single bullshit one crit one time. It's like actually, so have you guys been using? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Have I you guys actually, been using I soap at all? That was something. I've been getting really shitty RNG for Soth. Like he has Blossom, but apparently someone forgot to tell <laughs> that to his Strength Crocs. So he's at like <laughs> level thirteen, and he's got like six Strength. I just live on so the. So I should I should probably kill him for Radiant Dawn, honestly. Well, if he doesn't get stats. twenty, he won't transfer. So just don't let him hit twenty. If he's no Soth is special. No, he has to. He has to. He has to transfer all his special and that his stats directly transfer over. And, and... Yeah, he still has yeah, to hit like sucks. twenty to transfer directly. It's like you don't. If you just transfer off of like a base Soth, it's not going to give you Path of Radiance base Soth yeah. for Radiant Dawn. No. That would be oh, I thought extremely it depressing. No. Then he'd be like, yeah. No. <laughs> I even, thought if that's you don't why people like, killed him or didn't recruit him or something. No. If, if, okay. you, well, that's uh, 20, if you kill him, does he retreat? No, uh, actually, uh, doesn't he die much. in Path of Radiance? Well, let's does look he die? The... No, in Path of Radiance, like people just die. Yeah, because I think everyone it's except like, like, yeah. like uh, Soren, Mist, and uh, Titania die. Was, yeah, I was like, I guess... Titania probably lives. Oh, yeah, so literally the Path of Radiance banner. <laughs> Basically. Oh, yes. Going back to Echoes briefly, they do a cool thing there where if characters have to retreat for story reasons, they'll still die of their wounds afterwards, which is a nice touch. Yeah. I wish more games would yeah. do that. I love it when characters I, I love die painfully. <laughs> well, yeah, it keeps there being some... Because, like, a... Okay, not a big part, but, like, for a lot of people, you know, part of the permadeath is that, you know, you care about them enough. It's not just Advanced Wars tanks, you know. Right. So when you get to that ending screen and everyone has a happy future and then it's, like, died in Chapter 16, you know, and that's all it is, you know, you, you, you feel something. Or or you feel nothing like a heartless person, <laughs> but you don't care anyway then. Yeah, that's me. So. That's me. You know, and that's part of what makes Fire Emblem unique. That's me. Sometimes I boot up FE7 Rom just to kill Rebecca yeah. and laugh. I mean, <laughs> well, that's, that's not heartless. Standard. That's just you know, that's having just... a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought everyone did that. Oh, oh it turns out so. Yeah, I do that with Arden too. Die. He actually just leaves. Oh. So there's one but... more. One more invincible person. Killing Arden yeah. means moving Arden up to an enemy. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say, yeah, I would kill Arden, but then he'd that's have to true. move away from the castle, and that's a problem. I was just going to say, moving him off the castle yeah. in the prologue, or he'll forever stay. He's died probably a thousand times in the arena yeah. for RNG rigging. Doing God's work, honestly. Uh, let's see. What else have I done, aside from Path of Radius? Yeah. Uh, been playing um, on the Steam game Speedrunners. Oh, ah, I've been playing that too. Oh, I should get it. We could play. Oh yeah, I I did get it. Uh, Chef, right, we'll have good. to. I haven't played it with Gwim yet. Fun. Ferd and Ferd and Gwim. Ferd and Gwim kicked my ass. Gwim yeah. does if hate fun. Play a game of speedrunners. You'll learn. He hates every single form of fun. Yep. <laughs> Gwim also always plays as the fucking burger now, and it's really annoying because the burger is disgusting yeah. in that game. Something, uh, let's see. Anything else that I've been doing? Um, no, just that. Wow. Being uh, a dick. Wow. Devin, that's so homophobic. 
Yeah, that, nothing, <laughs> nothing else. Well, I guess there, there's a oh. little project that I'm helping someone out on, but people will hear people will hear oh. more about that we'll from hear more about that later in the have... near future. So there was a uh, oh, staff no, pages that. update. It was the other thing. That? The thing that we were supposed to actually do today, but didn't because mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Standard procedure. Standard, standard MCAS yeah. procedure. We Which plan to do something, and it party. turns out that that was a terrible plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing is, Chapter 10 was supposed to be released of uh, Gwyn's... Oh, yeah, of his Conquest um, LTC. Fun, fun fact, I actually <laughs> recorded my audio for that. We have yeah. that. Yeah, I'm on the Chapter 10. Are you oh, on spoiler that? Spoiler alert. Granted, it's a question whether that. this will come out before that does. But... Damn it, Chef, and you just ruined it for me. I was. I don't know. I was looking forward was to being surprised. Yeah, Blue's still there. Is is Blue still on it or yeah. no? He's st he's still the co-host. Wow. Anyway, back. Uh, Cosmo, what have you done? Okay, well, I've been playing Path of Radiance too, and I'm not finished yet. But I'm on like chapter twenty, and okay, so let me just get this out of the way. Mist is useful as a staff uh, doing, but in combat, she sucks. She's again. not worth the investment. You're stupid. You're stupid if you use her. That aside, <laughs> I am no. stupid. So I did use her. Woo! And We're it's, in well, the same club. You didn't need to tell me that. Yeah, and it's awesome, dude. She's she capped magic at fucking like level eight promoted, and she's got like forty two attack with the sonic sword. It's ridiculous. She also. Okay, so I thought Miss just had an okay strength growth. It turns out she doesn't, so I just got Erica blessed again because yeah, she's, she's got, got like 18 strength. strength. really bad. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. For, for someone whose combat comes from strength, your strength growth is dumpster tier. Yeah. BRB but I didn't notice. knives on all of my mages. And she just fucking crits everything. And she's sort of frail, but she can take like a hit or two, and she'll just proc soul anyway. So, like, <laughs> it's fine. She can just do whatever. Sounds like Sounds like Ira. Yeah, she's like Ira, but she can move. Mist basically is like a Myrmidon on a horse, which does mean that like her strength isn't good enough, and she depends on crits and stuff. But at least she has good moves. Good. And she targets Res with her ridiculously high attack. So and if nice. you're not letting her kill everything, she can heal stuff too. Yeah, there. No one can ever, no one can ever take it away from me that Merms are fun. And. Wait, who else did I draft? I, <laughs> it's just been the, the missed oh, show. No. Oh yeah, Devdan, I've never used before, Fight but he's he's okay. He. Oh yeah, how's Mecha treating you? He he's I he doesn't double much, but like. Not as good as Don Don. He's okay. Well, Don Don isn't. Oh, he in was making FE9. a Makarov equal Mecha um, joke. Oh, I, I don't have Makarov. I have. Um, wow. I have Makarov. Yeah. But you have Makarov? Yeah, I do. Oh. I've been spamming well, was... Reinforce with Tanith for the few chapters I've had her. Because it's so fun. And then if they ever get in your way, you can just, like, halt them. So there's no reason not to do it. It's great. And then you get BXP for what they do. And unlike in Radiant Dawn, the BXP mm -hmm. they get isn't completely negligible. So It's been really fun having the best unit in the game in uh, Path of Radiance. No, you don't. And... Huh? I do. Well... No, Marsha's better than Jill in Path of Radiance just for that, like, two chapters that she That's has. 
But Jill is like nearly as good, and Intellius overall, yeah. she's definitely better because of Radiant Dawn. Oh, she is. Yeah. But it's it's also been fun because uh, I mean the BXP dump for Marsh is kind of standard play at this point for that game. But not having any other characters that would even like need it, or you know even consider that was the good using thing about it. Not so. having Marsha and having Jill is all the BXP that would have been dumped into Marsha plus everything I gained from then got. Yeah. Jill. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. been saving BXP so I can dump it on Astrid because uh, Paragon's crazy. I just I just went I to the draft page much. to remember who I had, and I also have Ileana, who is fine. I used Soren last time, and she's basically the same. And then I have Rolf, who is terrible, but with the draft I have enough BXP. <laughs> Dude, to, like, he has the Rolf bow. <laughs> yeah. that's all you need. But he, here's the thing, right? Rolf has a lot of crit. I gave him Gamble just for lols, oh, and he has too. he has a hundred crit. When I give him gamble, that's what I but did the... when I used him on my one meme playthroughs. I just gave him gamble and just went for the stupid bullshit crits. The thing, the thing is here: if you have fifty hit and a hundred crit, then half the time you'll miss and half the time you'll crit. But if you have a hundred hit and fifty crit, then half the time you'll hit and half right. the time you'll crit. And that's see, why gamble is fucking stupid. That's why you feel better when you crit. Yeah, but like. There's no reason to use but you gamble. Can still, but you can still have over 50 hit. If your actual hit is over 100, you can still have over 50. Uh, it does. I don't think it works you that way. Over I, think it, I think it does. does I could have sworn I have seen, I've like done gambles yeah, you, like you 60 can, or You can go over 100. Stuff. I know, huh. I know, I, I, at least I know you can. Well, I guess Rolf has really once... consistently had exactly 100 crit. Yeah, I think in Path of Radiance maybe you can't because... He he has very consistently gotten fifty hit, and well, I would be surprised I, I do, if that were his exact hit rate every I'm time. Almost, I know I didn't use him in Radiant Dawn, and I'm almost certain he got over fifty percent mm. hit. I could be wrong because it was a while ago that I did that playthrough, but I think he did. He's a lot better in Radiant Dawn. He's like worse Sheenon, but like that's still that's okay. Not a bad, yeah, so that's yeah. not a bad place to be. It's not a great place to be, but it's definitely not a bad place to be. Other than that, though, I've mostly just been playing Echoes. Oh, and I recently, with my friend, just like quickly ran through Shantae and the Pirates Curse again, which was fun. It was like a one oh, sitting. I, you know, I never finished that game. It's I'd good. Like it's, it's the I, best I one. I really, really enjoyed it when I played. Well, it's the best one purely on the fact that even though it's extremely quick and have Shiny Hero to do the transformations, that little bit of delay doesn't even exist and it still impacts gameplay. Yeah. So just tapping a button and having it do that thing instead of tapping a button and then another button is nice. Exactly. That's why I'm excited for Risky Mode, because it basically looks like it's just going to mm -hmm. play like Pirate's Curse. But that's about I it. I think they should just make they should just make a Risky sub-series <laughs> and not have to worry about using Shantae always for pirate gear. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Because that series makes enough bank for a sub-series. Well, totally. I mean... It's got a pretty cool following, and you know those ser those games do reasonably well. I think. For yeah, you actually have costs. no idea. I'm not, I don't have numbers in front of you. You're just like that's, oh, yeah. you're just... that's just a speculation. <laughs> they sell well in my heart. Just gotta believe. They do. He wants to believe, so it's true. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. They do. But yeah, that's me. Half Genie Heroes on Switch now, right. so go pick it up. I guess. All right, Keith, if you want. Last one. What do you got for us? Alright, so I suppose since we're on the trend of talking about Path of Radiance, I can briefly talk about mine. I'm st I've, I'm about where Husser is, and I'd be like a couple chapters behind him. I think I'm on like 18, maybe? 
like 18 or so. And um, I don't have the draft pit rules pulled up right in front of me, but um, the the members I remember that I have, uh, Jill is nuts, as expected. Soren's been pretty fun to use. He His magic at the start kind of sucks because wind tomes kind of suck for actually dealing damage. And he just doesn't really have enough speed early on to double some of the hard mode enemies, so it took him a little bit to get him off the ground, but once he got off the ground, he's been doing pretty good, But which is kind of expected because enemies don't right. really scale too well with you in that game. Um, <laughs> let me see what else have I been using. Uh, Volk. Volk's been fun. He's not great because knives suck, and I really, really wish knives were good because if knives were good, Volk would be insane. Because his, or if you could forge them, even like if you, yeah, if you could forge them, if you had like a one-two option, you know, any anything, anything more than the garbage that they gave us, and Volk could be like nuts, but it's not, so he's just like okay. I just wish. <laughs> oh, what about Brom? Have you been using the shit out of Brom? Dude's a fucking wall. <laughs> That's about all he is, but he does that really well. Dude is my brick wall. I actually was surprised that it wasn't too hard to get him caught up, but it may also be what? because I didn't is have to use... Is this the first night? Uh, is this the first night that you've had in all of our drafts? Uh, well, yes. Uh, I usually we, avoid I nights, you. but I really did he, needed technically some didn't he get Hannibal? help. Okay, well, we well, all like got everyone. Hannibal. I, the the only one count. I got of my own volition. The only one I chose to get, Our... not the one that was forced upon me. Yeah. Did you recruit yeah, Hannibal, we or did you kill him? I recruited him. We were like three and, and he did almost I killed the fucker. Recruit. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't draft Charlo, so like, <laughs> not a lot yeah. of point in recruiting him. What else yeah. you got for us, Keegs? Um, let's see. Mordecai. Mordecai's actually been pretty fun. I didn't, I haven't ever used him in any of my playthroughs. I actually didn't even really use many, very many Lagoos in my last play, playthroughs of um, Path of Radiance, because I'm not a huge fan of them. At least not the ones that don't like Mordecai's my Mordecai. Mordecai's pretty cool. Smite bot out of 10. He's got smite, and then when he actually is able to fight things, he's pretty nuts, but it just takes him a few turns to get there, and that's kind of annoying. Yeah, he's tanky as shit, though. You'd have oh, to be yeah. a complete idiot to let him die. Yeah. I don't know how you can manage to pull that off. Yeah, Dude's pretty only bulky. He's got that. like a ton of HP and a ton of defense and like respectable res. It's almost like you'd have to be a moron to let him get killed off when he's doing something on his own. <laughs> Fuck you guys. What I'm about this podcast? Final what about I'm starting a new fire. Uh, I'm, I'm starting a new Fire Emblem podcast, and it's going to be called Fire Pod. Does, does that mean you surrender the rights Perfect. of Emblem Cast to us? Instead of Emblem Cast. No, fuck you. I'll never I do that. I'm taking that into the grave. Show. Or triple threat. Woo! <laughs> anyway. I, I still like fucked emblem cast. I just, honestly, I just want all. I I need all these emblem cash yeah. royalties. It's all all those bills, bills that <laughs> you break in the mad bills, cash, like the SoundCloud dude. That bills there. I know. And I don't pay. I don't pay you yeah. guys at all. I keep yeah. it all to myself. That explains yeah. why I haven't seen the money. Yeah, maybe in 10 years, yeah. the show will pay for itself. <laughs> Pays so, like, for all of our ridiculous expenses. I don't think so. All the hardships well, I mean, we we've do pay for SoundCloud. record this podcast have not been repaid. We pay for SoundCloud. I, mean, I, pay, I pay for SoundCloud. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> I guess. That's true. When are we going to switch that? I've honestly, I get the bill, 
because I, I have the Emblemcast email, and I always see it's to you, Chef, and I keep, every single time I see it, I keep thinking, like, oh, hey, you know, day. I should, we should switch that off. <laughs> so we, I know we did for a while, yeah. and then we just, like, forgot about it. Yeah. It's been eaten away in Chef's wallet. He's just been quietly This was my. It. This is my plan the whole time. I got <laughs> Chef and on Emblemcast because I, I knew enough, that enough would income. Have... <laughs> you know, brought him for the money, money bag, yeah. I'm just the sugar daddy. And that five dollars. Chefin's our sugar daddy. <laughs> yes. Oh god, that's anyway. amazing. Wow. Well, Alright, so yeah, we should probably. If you're wrapped up, Keegan, we should. uh Oh yeah, wait. One thing. I played Arms, and it's great. Yeah, I love arms. Yeah. You guys should get it if you have a anyway, switch. Keegan, back to you. <laughs> the last, the last thoughts. Yes. Uh, I think I'm good. I think that covers most of what I wanted to say. All right, cool. We will see you right. next part. Cue the music, me. Episode 24 of uh, Fuck Devoncast. Um, this right. is a podcast where we all fuck that. De- I mean, we all hate no. Devon. I feel like you made that joke like twice before. Well, no one, no one listens. No Have one I? I listens to Devoncast, so no we'll to never know. No one <laughs> that joke was made. My, I think our parents, not even our parents, just like I don't know. Devon's alt account. Yeah. It's Ferd. Ferd. Ferd's oh, the only thank, one that listens. Thank you, Ferd. It's just Ferd. Anyway. Love you, dude. All right, so we. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna talk about Echoes more because that's yeah, a game. Nice little, nice little. It's almost like we had the initial little discussion <laughs> about it, and then this is like an echo of that. <laughs> Whoa! Totally a calculated effort. Husser, during the break, I gave you one more chance to be on this show. <laughs> you blew it. You couldn't kick me off. You yeah, need me. What do you, what's going to happen? That's right, true. You, you don't really, I'm going to override your kicking off of Hustler. We need him. Yeah. Unless you want to start editing, but that scares me. Anyway, so <laughs> we got we got sort of a topic about uh, Echoes here for our third, second part, since there's no... Yeah. Chef, do you want to... Sure. So it's a three-part, a sort of a three-part question or sort of form. So first thing is the things we liked in in this remake. So, sort of specifically, what did we like in terms of a remake? Not necessarily like was it a good game or whatnot, or mistakes it made. But just like what did we like? Just its merits as a remake right. guide. 
since we all yeah. played Gutten, and most of us finished it. Well, we're 50% here in this room. 50%. It's not too bad. It, we, we deliberately said it wasn't required, so I can't get <laughs> shit for that one. You can get shit with, for, for your track record. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you, it, didn't, it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing it hurts is my pride. So, yeah, I guess... You have any? <laughs> no. That was gone by, like, what, episode that, 10? <laughs> once we had Mangs on once, I was like, great. Now I have to. Now I don't have to care anymore. <laughs> All right. He accomplished his dream. He was done. The rest <laughs> of this is just been a downhill disaster. Yeah, that's the that's the reason I started this podcast to talk to Mangs. <laughs> but yeah, so gas is gonna feel so hurt. So what did you guys like in terms of in terms of a remake here? Well, uh, we've talked about it a bit, obviously, but I it think looked pretty before anything else. The fucking UI because. Oh, yeah. Pre-FE6 UI was just very flawed, generally. And Echoes is kind of Please weirdly worse Ill, than the last few games have Daga. been. But I don't even care, because it's so much better than Gaiden. Yeah. It's the, what, the battle prep? Or the the battle screen that shows, like, the Yeah, that's the big one. Going old, old screen. Yeah, that's, like, it's not as you good. You know it's nice? Being able being able to be to see your, your movement oh, range yeah. visually. Yeah, silly things. That's a like pretty that. cool feature. Kind of handy. I'm, I'm pretty sure Echoes was the first game to have that. It's crazy. It took for those a of you who don't, for those of you, for those of you who don't know the NES games, you could not see the movement range of your character. <laughs> you just kind of had to count it yourself or just eyeball it. It's a little silly. Yeah, kind of didn't matter in Shadow Dragon, but or I, I guess whatever, uh, FE one, but um, mattered more and. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, you just kind of go outside your range and try it, and then like go one square back yep. until it works. Right. But that's that's still not not so great. It's not, it's not a really <laughs> great gameplay feature. Yeah. yeah. Not very user friendly. So turns out adding little basic mm -hmm. things like that tends to improve the experience a little bit. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's like how uh, after FE10 hard mode, they decided to add seeing enemy ranges. I can't believe it wasn't in the <laughs> series, but it really <laughs> helped. Yeah, it's very pretty. It yeah, looks, visually, you oh, know, yeah. they've had a lot of time with the engine for the 3DS, so they've had a lot of time to fine-tune it and just sort of animate. Uh, I will say um, animations are the best they've ever been. Oh, absolutely. The 3D animations. Oh, yeah, certainly. Absolutely. You're not you're not waiting ten There's... minutes for a cat lagoos and a general to attack each other. They're not the sort of rote things that, especially awakening, but to a lesser extent, fates had some trouble with. In my opinion, that's the best thing awakening did. Um, it was just the amazing UI setup: hit start, skip things, hold A to make animations play faster. Yeah, all, all the little quality of life stuff. It was really good. Yeah, that stuff was great. Well, and you could probably see... my favorite thing. You know, Awakening did. A lot of um, it was built up over the games, like the sea enemy ranges in the DS games, the like hold down one enemy's range was started in Tellius, but just Awakening accumulated so much stuff and the skip enemy phase and yeah. everything. Well, the skip enemy phase was also in FE11. Oh, that yeah, was, also that was also DS, right? Well, yeah, but if mm -hmm. skip enemy phase without, you know, yeah. dying and not knowing yeah. that you're dead. You skip enemy phase and that's oh, kind man, of important. Gordon died. <laughs> we'll never know. Well, yeah, you wouldn't it's have like even noticed later. The end game hey, what credits. happened to Gordon? 
No, he wouldn't have even noticed till the credits rolled and it said he died in a random chapter. <laughs> oh, that's where he went. I wondered why I couldn't find him on my roster. No, it'd be more like, who was Gordon yeah. again? <laughs> uh, any, anything else in, in terms of just remake? I guess looking at the old Gaiden and seeing... Gaiden had a great soundtrack, and I don't feel like the remake elevated above it all that much beyond just sort of updating the instruments. Oh, so they but Gaiden's soundtrack was it. so great that, like, that was fine. Yeah. And they did reinterpret some themes in a good way that were sort of... Like, Almond Celica's second maps both got changed a lot. And, okay, well, this, this is just kind of a personal story time, but I looked up Gaiden's soundtrack way before I played Gaiden. So I saw, like, Alm Map 1 and Celica Map 1, and I thought, like... Oh, you go through the game, and it plays on map one, and then once you get to a certain point in the story, it'll switch to on map two for those maps. And that's not what happens in Gaiden. They're like victory, near victory themes when there's only one enemy left on the map. Yeah. But uh, Echoes changed that to uh, once you hit Act 4, it'll start playing that theme instead, which is better because you hear it for longer, and you get it's it's more significant. So that that reaffirmed my... And it helps get rid of the, in... the monotony of the music. Because, like, it's good music in, in Gaiden and in um, Shadows of Valenti, but hearing it so many times kind of just wears on you. Yeah. And so according to, you know, they were... Even a little bit just kind of helps. Mm -hmm. Those tracks themselves were probably changed the most because they were written as near victory themes, and then they were made much more tense because it's, like, when the story's heating up. Right. Especially Celica's. Like, holy shit, that is so different in tone from the original. Right. And then, you know, there's quite a few more atmospheric things where, like, the dungeon theme, you know, or Duma's Tower, where having a better quality of instruments makes a huge difference. Even as someone who likes chiptunes, it makes a huge difference to have that yeah, quality having, when you're going out. Yeah, having a full orchestra really does help sell atmosphere quite a bit. I mean, yeah, yeah you can definitely still appreciate the old Gaiden soundtrack. I mean, I do. I think Gaiden soundtrack is fantastic. It's great despite it being so old, but I think they did a really good job of modernizing it and making it into music that sounds like it's from this era, basically. Yeah, and it's not so rote. Like, sometimes you'll see people who take the MIDI from the NES and just, like, plug it into better sound fonts. And, like, the music's good enough that that's okay, but right. there's still some creativity mm -hmm. in right. updating it. Any other positive things you guys yeah. like to hit on a note here um s yes story-wise but we've talked about that extensively uh in the previous part so i don't want to mention that again but even just not only the updates and uh continuing fleshing out but the, i this is one thing we didn't mention new characters like recruit are great additions and they did a, a very good job which is not something um i was prepared to say until i played it so good on is yeah, I was not expecting them to add Count Fernand Mondego to Fire Emblem, but that was cool. I love Fernand. He's awesome. Recruit gets all Recruit gets all the love, but nah, man, Fernand is where it's at. I mean, they're both great. They are both Anything pretty else? cool. Uh, anyway, uh, next part. Right. Yeah. Next part is what is it? All right, the things that we didn't like in the remake. So I'm like. All right, well, I think we can separate this further into two parts, which is things they changed that we didn't like and things they didn't change that they should have. Because with Maps. Gaiden... 
Yep. I feel like yeah, the it's like as much as I can appreciate a faithful remake that really sticks to the game. At the same time, the map design of this game was just atrocious. Like with genealogy, you can make arguments about map design, about like how scale, it integrates like or whatever. That. With Gaiden, there's just so obviously no excuse. Yeah. And they're repeated That's, too. Yeah. And then they, it's, uh, they can't not realize that at this point that these are just I mean, terrible maps. I mean, back then you can kind of make them get I away think... with it because they're still trying to figure out, figure out the game basically, figure out what things. I work think and chapter work. six is, chapter six is the worst part of uh this whole map thing especially because you know if you want to make the classic argument and the recreating and whatever chapter six is completely new and there's so many fucking boat maps in that their, boats are, that it's... their boats are actually the chapter six boats are actually different from the boats you get in what you call in act two in act two it's only t but they're the same as each other what they're they're not different from each other like path of radiance has two boat maps right next to each other but they're completely right. different maps I'm fine with boat maps, just when <laughs> they're all the same in that basic thing. There's only just... two boat. Yeah, right. boat maps get memed on, but they're actually Selica's best maps because there's not desert yeah. or swamp. <laughs> yeah, they, there was just a lot of silly decisions that they made that they kind of got to get away with because Gaiden was the, the little black sheep, the unloved child. They were still kind of like trying yeah. to figure everything out, but it, you can't really pull that excuse this late in the game. Yeah. Like, they. They should know that their decisions for that were kind of dumb, and they could have at least tweaked it. Like, they could have maybe made infantry move more than one space at a time in sand, maybe, like, two. Or, God, even if you games. want to keep every single bad map, change it to something else when it repeats. Yeah. yeah. I think that... Like, I don't mind... I don't... And I can appreciate the... Like I said, I can appreciate a faithful remake, but there are just some things like those maps that really just did not need to come back, and I would have had no problem with them changing. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would agree with that because mm -hmm. they're just I also, stupid, stupid maps. Thing, things like weapon triangle is is something that I would have liked to have seen. Just because I it has don't a bit think it works for Gaiden because you don't have any axes, and axes just well, don't you exist. Could. It basically just makes lances better than swords. Yeah, and like if you had other... full access to axes throughout the entire game, and they were they existed outside of brigands, and you had recruitable axes, sure. But for a game like Gaiden, I think it's best for it to not exist. Yeah, it would just needlessly skew balance. Yeah. Like, unless you have full command of the triangle, there's no really no point for it. Well, you uh, can do it do in FE3 the... because there's actual... How do you feel about the skill system? The what? Skill system. Weapon skill system. I feel like... It was interesting. I feel like the not doubling penalty and like variety isn't yeah. enough. It made most yeah. of them yeah. that don't double for you pretty useless. Yeah, aside from just getting a big hit. Yeah. Like double lion's great, the killer bow one's great, but I mean the rest of them yeah. you can't really say too much special about. I mean, Gaiden is the enemy phase game of enemy phase games. I mean, holy crap, like warp someone and then just sort of wait and press start, which is especially great, but that means ben that physic. Yeah. Or rescue. Those arts, if they could all double, would still have very limited use because you can't use them on enemy phase necessarily. Right. So double having them also crazy. not be able to double just makes them so situational. That... And it also they fucked triangle attacks so hard by turning it into an Rip art. Triangle also... attack, man. It didn't deserve it. Damn. Like the... And it costs ten health yeah. too. I think the enemies also not like having any access to the weapon arts is also kind of a bummer. Since then it would sort of like 
I guess, add another tactical layer. Yeah, you could layer do some pretty interesting stuff with that. Like right. you could see, and there like, are few enough enemies with weapons that it wouldn't be too ungodly well, hard. On, on yeah, you mostly face it towards the end. Well, of the on game. normal mode, on hard mode, uh, on, on normal hard mode, mode, right? On after like Act Three, there everyone's equipped. But yeah, still, I mean, uh, it was was it like Conquest showed that. You know, you could you could get the you could get the enemies like all these tricked out skills and weapons, and it'd still be like tactically engaging. But here, I feel like yeah, just just give Rudolph a plus five Rider's Bane. Yeah. It's cool. You're all good. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. What else is there? Oh yeah, forging. We didn't talk about. Is that in the like or the dislike column? Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, I wish. I thought it was inoffensive. I wish it was more like fixed yeah. in a sense with silver. Like the gold aspect, I'm like perfectly fine with. It's just I wish the silver was a bit more fixed than just because like you only get like most of your silver just comes from dungeon drops, which is right. Like, uh, but just a more a more consistent way to earn yeah. them, a more tangible way instead of just slash around at some grass and some boxes like it's like mm -hmm. Zelda. The, if it was just like the gold the gold for forging and like some like more consistent currency for like lower forges then I think it would probably be like one of the best systems for forging Yeah, it should show you what the upgrades yeah, oh, that are too. There's, that's another thing where like you can look it up but like you yeah, shouldn't you don't have know to about, you have no idea to know about like the rapier or killer bow unless you have prior knowledge which are so important yeah. on hard mode I forgot to get the killer bow. Shake my head. Yeah. I almost forgot to get the killer Didn't... bow. It was like act four, and I'm like, Where'd you get it? You know, I really should like give Tobin a good weapon. And I'm like, what should I do? I'm like, oh right, the killer bow is a thing. And then I went and made him a killer bow. Where do you like, get it again? You have, yeah, you have to make it. That's what we were talking about. You have to forge it from a. Oh. Silver you don't actually okay. ever get it. You have to forge it from a silver bow. A plus one silver bow, to be more specific. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's why yeah. we got it, I guess. That that's exactly the point we were saying. Is like those are extremely yeah. powerful and vital weapons in the higher and in, in hard, but they don't you don't have any way of knowing how to get them unless you look it up yourself. Yeah, but, I I had Bow Nightcliff and he probably would have done <laughs> substantially better. I guess, I guess, I guess this is sure. this is so minor, but in Gaiden, in the translation I played you got this sword called the Hero Sword, which has a shitload of crit. And in old translations, you know, I assume it's the same character and you could just interpret it as brave or hero. But, like, brave weapons in Fire Emblem games generally hit twice right off the bat. And then yep. if you double, they'll hit four times total. But this was clearly just a killing edge. So I would think that in a remake, they would just rename it to a killing edge because that's what it fucking is but it's still called the brave sword and there's no reason and we for have that. the killer bow <laughs> as well yeah, yeah well, like killer it's... weapons already exist you may as well just make it a fucking killer a killing edge but nah brave sword just needlessly confusing and it's it's that's so minor but Sorry. like i noticed it in gaiden and i really noticed it in echoes yeah. because like why would you it's do a that? little almost insignificant thing but it really just could it, they could have been modernized and no one would have really complained it's it's a good uh you know it's symbol good for, the, for the little things in gaiden or and big things like the maps that they kept faithful just for the sake of doing so without really analyzing whether it's good game design yeah. or not i guess the the second part of the second part segment it was like what did what 
what did we not like that they did change? Is there anything? Well, we talked about story. I definitely, you know, going back to they sanded off Alm too much, and they, the whole Silica in Act Four thing was just a disaster. That was a problem yep. that they completely manufactured. It didn't exist in Gaiden right. at all. Unlike making the uh, what the, was it called the, the Dragon yeah, Zombie Dragon Mountain, Ma. whatever. Yeah, like completely optional. Yes. So in, instead of like. You know, Celica gets captured and Om gets captured too. It's just like Om breezes through and Celica's an idiot. Just trust the big, big scary blue man <laughs> that totally didn't just try to murder you and your friends. It's the worst that could happen. Yeah, like if they okay. if they wanted to do that plot, do that plot, but then don't introduce Jetta until later. You know, you've just gone through you the wouldn't... Sage Village, which has a bunch of characters from Miguel who are like yeah, nice. Or, or... So you can have Jetta. Who wouldn't and want just, to like, trust Pop? Make him a normal. Who wouldn't person. want to trust Papa Smurf though? Yeah, or make him like less like painfully like evil looking. That would be good yeah, anyway. Like, they, they could stand yeah, to do that with had, everyone. If he like looked like Sage Halicon, then like yeah, I could see so I could I could see someone trusting this person. But right. it's like but no, the dude's a fucking Smurf. Yeah. He tries to kill him. He's, he's like, hey, you want to come play with me, little yeah. girl? And she just goes with him. Also, and expected something good to I also come. Also, like of how it. It, like. Makes Conrad's like entire existence pointless since he comes in at Dole's Keep to make her promise to never sacrifice herself, and then she immediately just like, yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice myself. It's like, unless you grind him a lot, Conrad's existence is pointless anyway because it's really hard to get him to Gold Knight. Let's see anything else in terms of the change. Uh, I suppose in connection to maps, a change that they made that was kind of silly was warp. The nerf oh yeah, warp. warps now two rain or attackify by two which like is in line with the rest of the series and in and of itself sounds fine Just with the map but at the same time when you have so much empty space in your maps and you cut one of your easiest ways to move units around down into half of its effectiveness it kind of makes some maps a whole lot more of a slog than they would be otherwise and I mean, on that same your, note all not being silly... able to um cross root revival oh, yeah, so... yeah. Yeah, so it's all your silly open field esque maps you can't just skip through half of with warp become much more of a pain. Yeah. For just no real reason in particular other than to line warp up with the rest of the yeah. series. Removal of cross right cross right revival. Like I can I can kinda see where they go with that since they they just wanna like not have to explain that at all. It does yeah. draw more attention to the mechanic than they probably want mm -hmm. to, but because it may very well have not even been intentional, and for a story reason, it wouldn't really make sense if you just someone died on one side and Selica just, or someone died on Alm's route and Selica just magically knew that and revived them at a. Oh my god, I'm alive like, again! Who are, you? <laughs> who are you? How did you know I was dead? Yeah, and then they just go with them too. Like if you, like if you do that strategy of killing Silk and Alm's route for warp and Selicas, be like, hey, Silk. How did you get here again? Yeah. How? Wait, didn't we kill you? I mean, at, at least Silk and Selica know each yeah. other. You know, imagine if you just kill Clive. like um, Clive. Yeah, I don't know, Clive. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I, I, Clive. I need to get to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dies halfway there, gets summoned across the country. Who are you again? But uh, yeah, I can see where they're going with that. It's just sort of lame that they didn't give Solica any movement options when her route is and literally just makes those, the movement again, options. Just makes those bad map designs look even worse. 
they really, really, yeah. really should have given sages and priestesses a movement bonus. I mean, four moves. Oh, the yeah, whole game. Four They're Holy armor shit. knights with magic. Even it's Arden dumb. didn't have it that bad. Yeah, he got five. Yeah. And he's... And he's, like, the most screwed in that game because that's the game where even infantry don't like to be used because they have to move. Who wants an armor knight? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, something. Them. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I guess that's something else. What do you guys feel about the growth changes since all the base stats were the same? I think it's better. I liked it. I like them. Go for it. They're good. They should have boosted the units with high growths, too. Because that just, like, Cliff and Aston stuff, it just makes them even less remarkable than they were in Right, because, like, mm-hmm. the thing that Cliff and Est had over their counterparts was, like, they would have the better long-term potential because of their growths. But since their growths are now in line with really everyone else's for the most part, they kind of lose... They're just low-base units. Yeah. Which make them harder to rationalize using fine. long-term. And that's I where they like shine. I think Cliff is okay in yeah, this game. Yeah, he's good. It's just... Not, it's not, just not that for the reasons, that. like, a lot of people think he's good. No... no. He just doesn't take. He doesn't take that much investment. I, I feel to be up to par. It's it's not that big. Unless you do mage cliff. Yeah, if you do mage cliff and die. <laughs> zero attack. Wow. No, it's not zero. It's one. It's one. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. You know, step one. off your high horse there, Hustler. <laughs> Get your back straight. I also. also yeah, I got speaking West. of mage cliff, My... they, the needless nerf to his Excalibur yeah, he learns ex- yeah. level is kind of dumb. Yeah. It basically just put the nail in the Mage Cliff coffin. Like, it could have been okay if they let him get Excalibur at the same level, but... And no it's so clue. sad because they tried so hard yeah, to make that the like, canon. Oh, this is the canon class. class. <laughs> it's not the best class at all, and we just made it worse. But go for it, guys. Oh. And I'm pretty sure, isn't he the only person who had their spell list changed at um, all? Aside from, like, minor, like, white spell list additions, yeah. He's the only one who had, like, a nerf to yeah. the spell list. The only one. Because, you know. Rip Cliff, dude. Because if anyone needed a nerf, it was Cliff. It was Mage, Mage Cliff. <laughs> Mage Cliff was too strong. He had to rein him in. Right. Well, I guess any last things in terms of changes right. we didn't like? All right. No, next part. Last part is... What is... What, what does this give for us in terms of hope for any future remakes? Well, I will say, you know, generally the pattern has been to be very faithful, arguably to a fault, but then sort of randomly add one or two things gameplay mechanic-wise. In the DS games, that was forging and reclassing, basically. In Gaiden, it's, or in Echoes, it's like forging. And I'm glad because there are other games that, you know, went like FE4 and 5, like if those are remade faithfully, that'll be fun and good. So even though... Gaiden having a very faithful remake was not the best idea. It does give hope for the other ones that they will, you know, capture that same essence that made their original games unique. Right. I mean, like Wait, capturing game. how Thracia doesn't tell you anything. That'd be awesome. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like how, um, how when we were talking about Gaiden, that there's just they just kind of tried a lot of different game gameplay ideas because it was their second game. And then some stuff worked, and a whole lot of it didn't. So faithfully remaking that, faithfully remade all of their terrible decisions and mistakes, too. But these other games didn't have that because Mm -hmm. they sort of started to figure out what made their series unique by 4 and 5. And they had had their core of what made Fire Emblem Fire Emblem kind of figured out. I guess guess shouldn't that be the difference between... 
like a difference between a remake and like a remaster. Like a remake, you should be going back right. and fixing the mistakes, and then like a remastering. Yeah, because these are yeah, they're not right. re, they're not remastering these games; they're remaking, and they had the the chance to make small changes here or there, but while still keeping the game what what makes that game unique and different and special intact. Right. But they went. I feel like there was like we were talking about earlier. There were just some decisions they made that really weren't good for the quality of this game even if it kept the integrity of what made guide and guide so what i think you're trying to say is fire Emblem awakening hd coming to a nintendo switch near you soon (laughs) they've been waiting for this moment this is their plan all along yep i've been waiting since 2014 for a awakening specifically well Mm -hmm. it's been three or four long years awakening's been longer than that it's just the exact same script, except they replace Chrom's sprite with Lucina's. They, like, switch him and just don't so say then what happens? Yep. Oh, so I was going to say, what, they just switch him, so... Chrom's the son so from the future. So is Chrom, like, cross-dressing as a woman now and disguising yep. himself? They, when, when they have, when they have uh, Marth, you know, masked Lucina, they, they just call her <laughs> Lucina. They just know her name. They're like, you all know who it is. It's not a spoiler anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about, like... Oh, guys, 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 guys. Does anyone else think that Conrad should have given Lucina his mask at the end of the game? Obviously. Because that works. <laughs> there, there's no continuity problem there at all. No, sir. <laughs> That'll just be perfectly fine. All right, getting back to it. What about... Okay, what about, like, a potential, like, FE6 remake? Since uh, the director... The direct- no, okay. I don't want it. Well, the, I know, like... Well, that was... FE6 really, like, you could argue about FE4 Doesn't and 5. FE6 really, really could just have a translated virtual console, and that would be, like, totally fine. I wouldn't mind a remake either, but it would be pretty but fine. But axe hit rates. <laughs> Roy's popularity would carry it, even though it's not, like, a remake remake. Although it should... Right. Yeah, Roy getting... Yeah. I think I would rather have a um, remake of 4 or 5 before 6, but if Definitely. six is next, I wouldn't yeah. complain. Well, I know the because six would really be like behind those in the games I want to remake. Well, I know the mainly because that's like all that's left of old games, really, that haven't come. To so this 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 is this is how I feel. Thracia is my favorite, as you know. Um, yeah, a game you didn't finish. But I I didn't finish it. But I I I also think Thracia needs a remake most of the series now, even more so than four in a lot of ways. Um, well, yeah, but you have to I start with it, four yeah. unless you want to ruin yeah. everything. Well, for no, everyone. well, I'm I'm getting there because I just think a few simple touches to that game could make it amazing, but it it needs it badly. But uh, four needs it almost as much, if if not arguably as much as Thracia does. Um, so I definitely do four, and then Thracia, and I would be happy, and any. Other BS that Intel, excuse me, Intel Systems does. I'll put up with. You heard it here first. BSFE oh, remake man. confirmed. Well, the switch. No, the, I guess mm-hmm. the chapters were already made in FE12. Yeah, they yeah, been yeah. In, get ready for get ready for the FE get ready for the FE4 remake where we get uh, you know, in in FE5 when when we get the uh, the the cool banners um. In Fireman Heroes, like how we have uh, Levin, who is a staff user, um, Seti, who is a staff user, uh, Ethlin, who is a staff user. Um, Ethlin is yeah. a staff user. So well, then she's a sword I know. user. Um, no, no, she's still staff. Everyone's Everyone staff user, actually. Um, and we don't. No, get that's Thracia, yeah. Devin. 
And and we don't we don't get normal Sigurd, but we get a spooky Halloween Sigurd who is a staff user. <laughs> yeah, just roll just spooky Halloween just Sigurd. Just roll colorless, man. It's all good. We bathe in. No, just save your orbs for a not colorless banner. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Well, I'd let her crush my melons, or I'd crush her melons. Ugh. That's bad. Right, we're ending the yep, show now. Last thing. And well, it's because the credits. it's because her weapon it. is called the it's it's because her weapon is called the melon crusher. So, next, we're done. That's about it. Yes, we're done. Yeah, but yeah. we we do have that spoopy secret project that you'll be hearing yes. from shortly. We'll post or an update. Maybe before this, that. it may come up before this. We... Ooh, so spoopy, so spoopy. Then everyone's gonna know the spoopy secret project, and we're gonna look like yeah. idiots. Is it well, as spoopy as staff user Halloween Sigurd? Thracia, like, three months so really what we're saying is we really shouldn't have any spoopy secret projects because people are just going to find yeah. out about it while we're talking hey. about the spoopy secret project. Hey, guys. What? Hey, guys, if they do Sigurd for a Halloween costume, would he be a ghost? Thanks for watching, yeah. guys. See, see, see you guys in uh, about a month. <laughs> Bye, Music. Yeah.